Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. Hello. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Yeah, you're in. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. How are you? Hot. So hot in this room without the fan on, but the fan will like make all the noise. So I just gotta like sweat. <laughs> oh no. That's cold here now. All the windows are open and it's cold. That'd be nice. It got hot like at like four or five today. I wish. It's been it's been freezing pretty consistently here. So. Where where do you live? Uh I'm in uh Pennsylvania. I almost okay. forgot. Well. Yeah, you guys are on the same area, right? Pretty much, yeah. We're a little well, we're a little more north. Okay. Yeah. We're just we're north enough in Ohio to get like the colder weather fast, but there's still some like hot days that are just way too hot for this time of year. <laughs> Now's the perfect drifting weather. It is. I'd rather not melt. I'd rather, because you can get in the car and turn the heat on, get a little juice, but it's drifting in like a hundred degree heat is not, not it. Mm-hmm. Alexis, you said no summer events. Yo, I said it and I stuck with it. I didn't do a single <laughs> summer event. <laughs> I thought I was going to die at Street League. It was like, like I was sweating from every, everywhere. Like I was just sitting there, just sweating. Did you compete? Yeah. That the, I think round two, um, I had AC in the G35, but because it's a sedan and it was all black leather, it was like a little fan was on me at, at most. So I was still like just drenching. And then when I had to watch like the pro competition, like the main Street League, I had my fan with me. And it was like, it was not doing anything. I think it was like 98 or 99 that day. So there were some events where I didn't know, like if my, the, te- the sensor was working. So I would have to put the heat on because I didn't know if I was like overheating or not. Oh yeah, that was miserable. <laughs> Alexis would be next to me with her freaking air conditioning on. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll never have a drift car without AC. It is. You have to have it, especially out here. Yeah. I wish I still had it. We just figured out that Taylor's AC in her daily was um, broken for three years because she had a O-ring that was broken or missing. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was torn. Or just, yeah. Yep, Trevor looked at it. And I'm like, I really just like didn't have AC for, I don't know, what, three or four years because of a damn O-ring. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I did something similar in my BMW. Um Back when I just had like, you know, cool cars or like so cool to me that I could afford. Um, I had a 330 CI and I think I, I couldn't remember if I did like a fog light thing, but I had to take, I didn't know what it was at the time, the temperature gauge for outside. We, you know, tell you in the car that it's 83 degrees. I didn't know what it was. So I zip tied it up and I put a Ziploc baggie over it because I'm like, this thing probably shouldn't get wet. I had no idea. I went without AC for like two or three months and I finally like, I was like, dad, you've got to fix this. Like I'm sweating my ass off. I cannot do this anymore. And he had it for like a couple hours and he, he calls me and he's like, some idiot fucking taped the temperature sensor up. And I was like, I don't know who that could have been. <laughs> my bad. So that's, it just, it, it was reading that the car was like 180 degrees outside or something. So it wouldn't kick on the AC. It like malfunctioned or something or shut the system off. Once we untaped it and like put it back, it was, my AC just worked again. Oh my god, I could hear that now. Like, yeah, who's your mechanic that did this? Like, that was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I don't me. know. <laughs> I let 
someone at work look at it. I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I um I I always like to ask kind of like what got you involved in the community? Like what even got you into drifting? Um so I've been in it. I actually just had a Facebook memory of I think 6 years ago. I was shooting Street Life Tour out at Killcare um for Drift Indy or MDU back in the day is what they were. Um and I kind of just entered the scene that way and I was like I'll never get in a car. I could never do that. That's crazy. Like watching them, you know, like you're like holy shit, I I can't do that. I'm just going to put around and take photos. Um and then I was up here in my apartment in downtown Columbus, and I remember when you guys posted the kill care date. I was at the I was at the Indianapolis um, thing after PRI, and I think Taylor and Alexis, you were there at the bar with Drift Indy. Yep. And they had said something. They were like, "We're going to try to have it," and like they didn't really say what yet. And Jelani looked over at me. He's like, "You should do it," and I'm like, "No, I can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, you posted like the date and like the sign up, like where you can sign up and pay. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to drive five hours, go get the Mustang from Indiana, bring it up here, see what it does. And then see if I even like the feeling of drifting or, you know, if it's something I want to pursue. Um, hated that car, but loved the event. Literally that car was so bad for what, for drifting, like just un untouchable. Um, so then sold the car and then got in the G, which I wanted a 350Z, but they were like 10 grand for literally something with 130,000 miles. So got the G and then, yeah, so it's, I don't know, photography, I guess is what kind of started it. Um, and then I just said, fuck it last year in 2020 and was like, I'm just going to try it. I had no idea that our event was your first event ever. I thought that you had already been driving. Uh, I, I did donuts in Jeff's 350Z at Riverside. Like I did like, I went out three times and like the first time I got one donut down, I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm good. I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> so yeah. First event though. Wow. That's really cool. I do know that Alexis. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I knew that, but I, it's crazy that it's only been since 2020 because you're already like doing competitions and stuff. Like that's awesome. I, it I am shocked. I think the sim rig helped out a lot with confidence and muscle memory. Um, because when I went out in the G that first time, when I had bought it, because uh, I did every Thursday night for like four weeks leading up to Halloween Bash in 2020. So I had to drive an hour and a half in the drift car to kill care, drift, and then drive an hour and a half home. Um which I think stunned my growth a little bit there because you don't drive as hard when you can like trailer it. And then you're like, I can fuck shit. I can hit the wall. I don't care. Like you can push yourself a little bit more. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't get down like clutch kick and like toss the wheel. Like I would clutch kick and just hold on and like try to turn into it, you know? So like I couldn't stop thinking and just let my body work. And then when I got the sim rig, the next time I went out, I literally was like, it was a whole different ball game. I just, did it without even thinking about it. So those are definitely amazing. And I have the cheapest one that you could possibly get. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> what do they do on Thursdays? Isn't that like an open like track thing? Yeah. Um, it's like $25 and 
and it used to be a lot less like sanctioned where you everyone kind of just went out on track and then you know partied um and now they have it to where you have to like grid outside of track and then one car goes on and i think you get two two turns and then you get off which i think is a lot more friendly for beginners because then you don't have like a whole grid like waiting on you to do donuts or like you know spinning out a couple times like they no one can see you besides the one car you know like up on that hill that you enter kill care on mm-hmm. so but um yeah 25 dollars and every thursday besides um the weeks before a drift indie event we had heard about that like the first time that we came down and i thought that was the coolest thing and like i don't not a lot of tracks do that on a thursday night like yeah just come for 25 dollars and i don't know yeah I, I love it. I wish we were, like, even 20 minutes closer would help, but um, with the new house, we'll be, like, an hour and 10 minutes away versus about an hour and a half, so 20 minutes is 20 minutes. Lots, a lot closer. Congrats so. on the new house, by the way. You guys are building it, right? Yes. Um, we got some terrible news today that our furnace is back-ordered with no ETA, and our cabinets are back-ordered with no ETA. So, and the furnace holds up a lot because I can't, we can't get like propane installed yet until the furnace is in because they have to like pressure test the lines. Um, and cabinets are a big one because they won't put the floors in before cabinets. So we're kind of like, we got like, we got to this point really fast and we're like, we're going to move in probably end of October. And then our builder called us today and was like, he, Jeff was like, why is the furnace not in? He's like, because we don't even know when we're going to get it. And I was like, don't cry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So just COVID things. Hopefully it'll come in sooner than later. But I'm hoping that if it doesn't and we go another month, they'll just like try to find us a different furnace, a different brand or something to get us at least in the house. So that's the the fun of building. <laughs> will you have to pick new cabinets or really just wait for those ones? Sometimes Schumacher will let you upgrade for free if they can't get what you picked um i don't know if there's like a wait limit if they'll wait like two or three weeks and then kind of let you pick because like you know they don't want to just have your house be sitting there almost done with no because once the cabinets and furnace are in it would be like a couple weeks and then we'd be able to move in um so i'm hoping that they'll just kind of be like okay we can't get this come back in let's let's find a different furnace and find some different cabinets you like and go from there because we are ready to be in. I, my, we both store our trailers and my Mustangs on the trailer at like a storage facility, like 30 to 35 minutes away. So if I need to do anything on it, it's go get it, bring it here, unload it, work on it, load it back up, take it all the way back. So it'll be a nice, nice life upgrade. But should be in soon. Hopefully by the end of the year. That's what we're hoping for. Are you guys building like a crazy garage and stuff too? Um, somewhat, it's like a two and a half with like 12 foot ceiling. So there can be a lift in there and like the one on the house. Um, and then a pole barn will be probably like a year or two down the line. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at pole barns, but they're not like 15 to 20 grand. They're like 70 to 80. Cause we were like, oh, it'd be like a new car payment, you know, like $25,000. And then we met with someone and they were kind of like, yeah, so like we start at 65 for your standard, like three car. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, 
we're going to try to get some different quotes, um, maybe even like do an Amish build where the Amish come in and they just put it up in a day for a lot cheaper. But they're not as cheap as I thought. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue that you could be like, hey, can't use the Wi-Fi, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really big out here. Like, a lot of people look down on them. Because um, I know that, like, there's some Amish countries out here in Ohio that are just, like, crazy dog breeders. Where they'll just have, like, you know, pharma dogs and they don't treat them very well. And that's kind of not the great Amish. But um, the ones that build... They're like, you pay them in cash, and they literally will have it up in a day. And sometimes they'll, like, build it, and then they'll, like, move it to your land. Oh, wow. So, they're Is very it, like, smart. untaxed? I think you have to have someone to pour the concrete outside of them. But they can build the building itself. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta jot that down. We have a lot of those out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go and be like, can you build a pole barn, and how much, and... I hear it's cheap. I don't know a price on it, but I, it's not 70 to 80 grand. No, I feel bad because, like, I don't know. In my head, I always just, like, looked at them. I never thought about asking them to do work for me. I've always just been like, <laughs> wow, look at them. It's like pilgrims. Is this offensive? I just realized that this could be offensive. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of them now have internet they just don't use cars and stuff still. Like, a lot of the ones I see are still horse and buggy, but they'll have, like, cell phones on them. So, I know that I kind of did some research because it really intrigued me when I moved out here. I was asking Jeff a lot about them, and he knows a, a ton about everything. Like, every time I'm like, what's this? He's like, oh, this is how it works, and this is what they do. So, I was like, I'm going to go down a YouTube rabbit hole for, like, six hours one night. And it's like, they have, like, their own English. Some of them are, like, so off the grid that they have their own English they have their own schools um one girl who escaped didn't even know about what a president was or presidency or politics like she came out when Donald Trump was president and she was like what what is this guy and everyone's like so he rules America and like there was an interview with her where she's like I literally did not know what to do but she ran away if if you leave from what I read and like learned you never go back so if you leave, you're out on your own with no money, no family. You don't talk to them ever again. You're just, like, done. Like, exiled or something, mm -hmm. I think. And don't so. they have, like, a like a one day or something or a weekend where they get to go nuts or something, though? What's yeah. That? I've, I've, I've heard about news? that in the videos. Yeah, it's like a, like a week-long thing that I think at the end you get to decide if you want to be Amish or not. So that's, like, your, like, free trial. So you can, like, oh. okay, for a week I'm going to use a cell phone or I'm going to go, you know, to a restaurant or I'm going to use a car. And then at the end of the week you have to either give it all up or whatever their, you know, their hut allows or you just leave and be exiled. Yeah, so imagine, like, imagine you're on your, like, week thing and you haven't really experienced anything and you go to a drift event for the first time. <laughs> Or even, um, like, anything. Like a drag race. I was about to ask, what would be the one thing, if you were Amish, that you would have to give up being Amish for? If you were like, oh my god, this? Yeah, I can't go back now. Oh, man, that's hard. I think I think cars. Like, the first time I would, like, see or drive an actual car, I'd be like, why would I ride in a horse and buggy again? Like, 
There's so much you could do with these. Horses are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely not the best form of um, transportation. That's just what I would tell my Amish dad. I'd be like, these are dumb. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is they like the best food I've ever had. Really? I haven't ate much Amish food. Oh, we stopped at, like, one of the farms or whatever. They had, like, chicken and beans and macaroni salad. It was the best damn chicken I've ever had. <laughs> I have to try it. So, Taylor, you would stay. Taylor would stay. <laughs> you had me at off-grid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine, like, not even knowing who the president is, how, like, peaceful you could live. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm yeah. convinced that someday that... I'm going to be able to survive on my own. I'm telling you, just start growing your own veggies. I'll, I'll buy from you. I'll trade you cash. <laughs> Doubloons. Hit up, hit up Alexis for all your pole bar needs. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a free, like, tomato plant with a, every pole bar, and she sells. Here's your tomatoes. And I got plenty of mint she leaves, has- too. You have one cow. <laughs> Do you have cow? Do you have a cow? I, I don't have a cow. No, but we're actually allowed to have livestock um, where we are. Um, are you, oh. Do you have an acreage minimum? Yes. That's what we have here, too. It's like five acres. <clears throat> we we do qualify for it, which is great. So I'm going to try to convince Manny to get some goats or something. Oh, that'd be so cool. Livestock will also uh, decrease your taxes in a lot of counties. So you need to look into that because it's like oh, hell yeah. a huge tax break. To, like out, out by us, it's a huge tax break to have like chickens and stuff. So a lot of people have chickens out where like we're building the house because it's like a huge tax break. And then they farm their grass um, to hay and that's a tax break too. So it's wow. like, I don't know why, but the government's like, congrats. Thank you for the chickens and the <laughs> hay. Here's like 20% off your taxes. Hell yeah. If you really do like a goat, so can I keep one there? And then when it's time to mow my lawn, just bring it back to my house. And let it like <laughs> do its thing. Yeah, your mom won't like the whole goat thing. Not with Diesel. She, she would love that. She wants a pygmy goat so bad. Is that what she's going to replace you with to mow the lawn when you're gone? She's got to leave the pygmy out and call it Taylor too. <laughs> Probably, probably do a better job. <laughs> so, do, so Taylor, Sorry. do you have any plans to like move to be with Reese, or is he coming to you? Ooh, burning um, question. Yeah, no, not at the moment. Um, I don't know. Right now, he's like helping his family with the family business, the bakery, and then my niece was just born a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm here helping my mom, and yeah. Well, I mean, eventually, I hope, but yeah, I moved five hours. In the pot with yeah. Morgan. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I just I'm all for it. Like, you know, tr- like moving. I I love my family to death, but I have four nephews, and like they're a lot to deal with. So when I get to see them like three times a year, I'm like, this is good. Thank you. This is good. This is all I need because I don't want to be the babysitter. But when I met Jeff, um, I thought he lived in Cincinnati. He thought I lived in Louisville. So we're talking like a two-hour drive. 
And then I was like, no, I'm in Evansville, Indiana. And he's like, I'm in Columbus. And it's a five-hour drive. Mm-hmm. So six with the time change, if you count, because you like lose an hour coming from Indiana to Ohio. That would fuck me up. It was rough. Um, I did like I drove up here like every weekend because I was in real estate. So I guess I got to like I had a lot more ample time to travel. Um, but I have not looked back since moving. Like I'm like I love it out here. Like the fresh change of scenery, like meeting new people. It's definitely fun. Yeah, I mean, well, he lives in Philly. I don't know if I could necessarily live in the city like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we'll find somewhere like in the middle. That'd be nice. How far of a drive is it right now? Uh, on a good day, like five hours. Okay. But I have to go through like New York. New York, uh, Connecticut is always the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So on a good day with no traffic. So if you go at like the middle of the night when no one's out, but if you go... Like Anything. COVID time, it was like four hours and 45 minutes. When no one was on the road. I what? got from New Hampshire, New Hampshire to upstate New York in three, three and a half hours, maybe. Dude, it was, it was Yeah, it was the time to be alive. Cops weren't pulling you over. It was lawless. It was yeah. badass at times. Yeah. <laughs> if I leave it, if, well, when I was working at the other job, like if I left at what, five or six o'clock, like, it could be six hours, six and a half hours, like, throw in some snow, forget it Oh, yeah. (laughs) Man. That is, that's, yeah. Going going through New York, I could see that. I've never been, but I want to go out there so bad. (laughs) Just to see it. Like, I don't need to stay long. Just, like, one look, and I'm like, oh, this is Times Square? Okay, cool. (laughs) And then leave. It's a New York experience. Yeah. It's an experience. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> I still haven't seen it on its like regular, like day to day because we went and it was COVID time where like no one was on the street. Oh yeah. So you just got a new car, right? A new Mustang. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. New to me. <laughs> yep. It, it's quite a different change from the G, but um, I don't know, like. The G was just never something I, like, connected with. Like, I built it, and I was like, this thing kind of looks cool, but, like, I would still look at it and be, like, bored because it's a four-door sedan that was black with, like, dark bronze wheels. Like, the brightest thing about it was, like, the pink harness bar, and that was, like, hidden most of the time. Yeah. Um, And I just, I had done everything to it that, like, you could do feasibly because people are starting to make, like, body kits for them and aftermarket accessories, but they're they're still like like Texas Tire and, and Tires and Parts. He makes um, rear wide body fenders, but he's like making them like prototypes right now. So like they're hard to get. You can't just like go on, you know, eBay or Car ID and order them. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I don't like the way it looks that much in photos. It's just kind of boring to me. And um, it drove good, but it was it was slow and heavy. And, like, I don't need no 1,000-horsepower car, but, like, I had to drive it pinned to the floor all the time. And the minute I unpinned the gas from the floor, it would straighten, and, like, you had to reinitiate. So it was kind of, like, it, I loved it for being a beginner. Like, I could not recommend a beginner's car more because the transitions were slow and, like, controlled. Like, it didn't sling you around a lot. Um, and if you have to drive the car pinned... You can just think about your hands. You don't have to like try to 
think about, should I give it more throttle? Should I get off the throttle? Or you just kind of have to worry about flicking the wheel or grabbing it um, when you're, you know, coming at angle and stuff. So I loved it for learning, but I think like, you know, one year roughly of having it was long enough for me. I was like, yeah, that's, that's enough. Um, so originally I was, I was selling it to get into a 350Z because they have a little bit more horsepower, two doors, a little bit shorter um, body and everything. And then again, 10 grand, 12 grand, 13 grand for a stock 350Z. And I didn't have money saved to like rebuild a whole nother car. I was like, I need to get, you know, what I got out of this car and just kind of use that maybe a thousand or 2000 extra, but not, you know, four or five, six thousand $6,000. I didn't want to wind up with like a $20,000 drift car my second year of drifting. That's way too much money. (laughs) Um, So I was in like, you know, Facebook marketplace. I was probably like 30 scrolls deep and I saw this Mustang posted and I was like, Hmm. And I was, we were at Quaker steak and lube eating with our friend, Chris, Jeff and I, and I was like, what about this? And he's like, I was going to say that for you, but I didn't know if you wanted to be back in that chassis. And I was like, in my fort, in my 2012, no. Um, but I would take like, you know, a, a 2000 to 2005 or a newer one. I was looking on Copart for a while to find like a 2015 plus. It was like wrecked. Um, but this one had the angle kit on. It had coilover sleeves kit. Do you know what that is? Like, where they just like put shit over like the stock springs. Mm-mm. I had never really taken one off a car, but when I did, I was like, this is dangerous. Like you should not drive on a drift track or let alone a road with the contraption that was the front springs. Um, it, it was, it was so bad. The car rattled too on them. So I'm like, something's not installed. Right. So um, it had, it had enough stuff done. It had, you know, some engine mods uh but the interior was like 100 percent stock um i don't think it had anything done to the rear end it has the gears the 410 gears that people like in those cars for drifting because you get a little bit longer of a second and or a little bit shorter of a second a little bit shorter of a third so you i can enter in third and kind of have a little bit more power behind me than topping out at second um so i was like well it's in my price range I will message a guy. We'll go up to Detroit, Michigan and see if I like it. And when he started it, I was like, here's, here's the money. Like, I don't need, (laughs) I just need to hear this thing. Here's the money. Um, got it home and I messaged BC and stage wheels. And I was like, they're not going to have anything in stock because you, you know, like coilovers are hard to get right now. Wheels are hard to get. I was like, so I'll just plan for next year. I'll do one event with like how it is and they both were like oh yeah here's your invoice we'll ship them out you know today and I'm like I didn't have the money for this but okay great because <laughs> I was expecting them to be like next year um so but I'm glad I put the BC coils on beforehand because like I said after I took that front the front suspension out I was like this was terrifying to look at um but yeah I mean I I love the way it drives like the power is fun. I don't know what it makes yet. Um, I'll be getting a dyno over the fall and winter. It's more than the G, probably. Yeah. Maybe double. Um, but it's not anywhere close to where my 2012 was. Because my 2012 was like 
full bolts on and like it was it was modified to go straight where this one just has like an intake and an exhaust um, and cams which I thought they would be fun but when you're sitting on grid with a cammed car it just shakes like my teeth are rattling at the end of the day because it shakes you so hard um so but yeah I love it having power is fun like driving and like if you're kind of like starting to shallow your angle you literally I can just like you know when Spongebob's driving like the crusty crab car and he just uses his pinky toe for the gas I can just do that like just barely push it and it just goes completely sideways again full lock so it's it's fun to have the power not necessary but I was just cheesing the whole time in the car I was like holy shit this is so much fun I can literally just like with the G you know transit like when I would go into a drift clutch kick gas on the floor like don't lift just full gas on the floor this is like I just whop the gas get it sideways and then I can like bring the throttle back in to pick up speed or slow myself down so I think I can control it a lot better than just flooring it and hoping for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Now all I can picture is just like Mrs. Puff being like, floor it? Spongebob. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that what she says? Is she floor it? Or Or she said something and he was just like, floor it? And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I pictured the whole time I was driving. It was just my pinky toe. Just like barely pushing. And I don't know, do you guys, do you guys, like, I notice it, and it's so freaking weird, but I, I wear my Vans, like, high tops, like, skater shoes, you know, and I don't know why I do this, but when I drive, I, like, my feet, I do this with my feet, so, like, I don't keep them together, because my pinky toes are, like, they have, like, blisters on them at the end of the day, because I, like, try to, I guess I brace my feet, like, <laughs> I use my pinky toes to, like, brace myself in the car, like, un- like, subconsciously. But every time I get home, I'm like, why, why is this happening? But I can't control it. But yeah, I like, I spread my like feet apart in my shoes really far. Does anyone else have that? I mean, I can say I don't, I feel like that would be really exhausting. Like to have your muscles just like this. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, feel know like, I, do I feel like if I did that, like I would get that lock up and probably go straight into a wall <laughs> screaming. Cause like, you I know, was. when your toes lock up from like yeah. doing that. Oh, I don't understand it, but yeah, I get, I get home, like, after, no, Star Bash, three days of drifting, they were, like, rubbed raw, and I was like, how do I do this to myself, so I thought about trying Crocs next time to just see if, like, maybe even putting, like, a foot cam on and just seeing what happens, but I tend to, like, wide my legs, like, push my legs out, and then, I guess, my shoes, I push my feet out. That's very odd. Speaking (laughs) Speaking of, um, rubbed raw. Um, I did want to bring up, um, we saw that you did tire stacks, which was really cool. Um, we also got to do it in New Jersey, but the time they, I, I feel like we can say this, we just had Frank on, he's a super awesome guy. Um, but he, they had these, um, leather or pleather, sorry, pleather pants and they were all fleece lined. Yeah. And it was a, it was a ripe day in New Jersey in June and it was like a hundred something freaking degrees. <laughs> And these pants, I didn't even think they could, like, hold water, but they did. They held all the water oh, from my body. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, so Sarah originally told us leather pants, and she was like, do you just have some? And I was like, yeah, I have a pair that's, like, leather on the front, but, like, a really thick material on the back. Like, they're winter leggings. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so when I got there, Hannah Thomason, um, she messaged me and she's like, hey, Sarah is said it's really hot this weekend, so we're going to do skirts. And I know you're already there, so I've, I've packed a skirt for you. Hopefully it'll fit. And we're just going to do skirts. Um, and the real feel of the weather, so it was like, you know, 99 degrees, but the real feel was 110, both like Saturday and Sunday. So, oh my God. Yeah, it thank God for the, the skirts because like, I mean, we could barely like live in the tank tops and shit. like we would just, I had my fan. I just carried my Ryobi fan everywhere with me. Um, but thankfully like we, we work with Talaska and he has AC in his rig. So like if we weren't doing something, we just like hopped in the AC and set cause it was just too physically hot to be outside. Like if you were watching in the stands, you were just dri- like you were, your hair was wet. Like it was way too hot. You guys looked really, really good, so it didn't look like you guys were suffering. If that's I know, I was worried. I was worried because, like, off camera, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then, like, they come, and you're like, <laughs> don't do anything. Um, and, like, you could, like, some, like, I was like, hopefully I don't smell bad. I'm going up to these drivers. Like, right. hopefully they don't smell me. But some of them, you know, they're like, I probably smell. I'm like, dude, we all smell this weekend. Like, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, God. I could not breathe in that skirt, by the way. It was it was leather, and it had no stretch to it. So, like, I had to, like, inflate up here, and, like, Hannah had to, like, zip it up. And then I, like, I just had to, like, stand with perfect posture and, like, not breathe hard. Like, in the, tr- in the van when we would, like, you know, when you, like, go get stationed to go be driven out to track, I would unzip it. And then when you get out of the van, she'd, like, have to re-zip it. It was, it was a medium, but it had no give. And, like... It did not work for my hips. I mean, it looked good. You couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was it was hot though. I, how did the drift kitchen day at uh, Kill Care go? Hot. It awesome. It, yeah, it was hot, but it was good. Yeah. It was like the morning. The morning we thought that we were gonna get like get no sun. I was like, all right, this is gonna be the perfect day. And then it was like, I don't know, noontime, and everything was like a million degrees. But oh my God, that's what Mandy said. She's like, I didn't drive a lot because it was just so hot. It was hot. Yeah. It was really cool to see her though driving this event too because at the other that was was ours her first event too. Do you know? Um, I think it might have been in the realm with like that car and stuff. Cause, um, I think we've both been like driving full time for about the same amount of time. I think she might've had a couple months on me, but yeah, she's, she's a shredder. Like she was killing it. It was really cool to see her progression. (laughs) I want, I, now that I've gotten a little bit more horsepower and I've explained to her like what it feels like driving, she's like, okay, I'm going to get one. And I'm like, I fool. I firmly believe that for you. Like, cause she's at a point where, I think she could just get into it and handle it. Like, yeah. I think high horsepower is hard as shit to learn on. But if you've got the muscle memory, you know, I don't think I could hop in like a thousand horsepower FD car by any means. Cause I would just put that into a wall immediately, but like 300, 400 horse, you know, and the, the V eights are nice. Cause you have the torque right away. I don't think, I, I think it would take a long time to learn a turbo setup, like a, um, SR or like a Jay-Z or something, that those would be hard, I think. Yeah, that could be an adjustment for sure. Yeah. 
but yeah, she is. We tried to drive this. Uh, we tried to drive together on Sunday of No Star Bash, but we lined up together. They sent her. T Diddy sent her, and then right when he was about to send me, my car died because the cams don't like to like low idle. So I literally had to start it back up, and I was like, "Can I still go?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was just playing like catch up the whole time because she was already on the bank by the time I took off from the starting line. And then we tried to get back in line together, and a couple other guys like were coming into track, and they were just having like a wave fight. She's like, "No, you go." He's like, "No, you go." She's like, "No, I have Morgan," and he's like, "No, you go." So we got one lap together that was very far spaced out. But I'm hoping like you know next year we can come out and just run doors together hell yeah <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll be a lot of fun um which is something i was kind of like i'm kind of thinking about with drift indie and stuff and like incorporating you guys into like more days i just have to travel out here every time but like oh i talked to i would say at least six or seven amazing ladies girlfriends of certain drivers and then others that just come to watch and they're like they couldn't make the Drift Kitchen event because it's, you know, one day is hard to come to if out of the whole year. Yeah. Um, but they're like, Drift Indy is intimidating, for sure. When you see how they run grid and you're <laughs> beginning, you're like, I'm not touching that with the 10-foot pole. Um, and Edgar, you know, in the driver's meeting is like, no fucking idiots, you know. And you're like, I can see where, like, you'd be like, I, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. Um, but I think it'd be cool to, like, incorporate more days where like even if it's like a i need to talk to edgar about it but like if it's like a two hour like after sunday fun day if they close at six we run until eight and just do donuts and you know that way it's like every other like maybe twice a year we can have an hour or two just set aside even if they're just like okay we shut the track down from 12 to 1 for lunch because they'll do that a lot just let the girls take the boyfriend's cars and i'll we'll do donuts for an hour like awesome yeah because it's i'm hoping like there's so many great girls out here that are like i want to but i'm scared i'm like just go out there and you know thursday nights or i'll, I'll hold grid i will sit on grid if t diddy tells me to go i will not go i will let you <laughs> run your you know run your line whatever you want to do and i think hopefully by next year there'll be instead of just i think it's mandy lauren alexis and i hopefully there's eight girls we can just double it that would be awesome it would be a lot of fun but yeah something that you know just an hour or two that's enough time for some donuts and a turn or two are you doing drift indie are you announcing now or yeah so all like for all the competitions or um for street league right now um and we're gonna be streaming and announcing light which is a new feature they didn't do that when i drove it um which it took a lot of pressure off because that was, I was terrified the whole day because I could not link that track. Like I could do the first part, drive the second, like drive like the middle. Cause they had never in the six years I've been with drift Indy, they've never used a certain patch of that track. And they did that year, like that race. And I was like, what am I going to do? And when we drove it on the sim, I could not, I couldn't even do one turn on the sim on it. So I like went in like, like this is going to be terrible. Um, I could not link the track at all. And then um, when they called for competition, I was like, I have one rule. I just don't want to be first. I'll be second. That'll like call my nerves. I just don't want to go first. 
Well, the guy in front of me, who was first, he kept trying when we were going out on track. He kept trying to get me to go around him. And I was like, no, bud, you you pick this. You got to do it. Um, he did one lap. He spun out every turn. And then you're supposed to circle back. Well, he got off track. And so I'm like, please don't call me. Because this is basically me going first. Because that dude didn't do a lap. Like, I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to go right now. And, like, T. Diddy nudges me forward. And I'm like, all right. Great. <laughs> this is exactly what I didn't want. Because um, I was, I, f- I knew I wasn't going to be able to link the track. I was like, I'm not going to give a good show. It's going to be spin out and then a spin out and then a spin out and then a spin out. And you get two consecutive runs. I did my first one, spun out, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm definitely not getting this. So I'm just going to go as fast as I can. I'm just going to see what happens. And I linked it. But I was coming around that last big sweeper. And I was, like, so hype in the car, and I was so nervous because I could feel the car starting to, like, want to, you know, fully rotate and, like, spin me out. I was just yanking my non-existent, really, e-brake. Like, it barely grabbed. I was just yanking it and, like, trying to, like, take angle out. And I came off track, and you hear everyone, like, cheering. And I was like, I'm just glad I held that together. Because, like, if I just spun out on that last one, I just would have had mascara everywhere. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, that's – I'm excited to stream light. Um, I'm excited to be on like that end, that end of it and like be talking and I've known a lot of these guys for years and then there's so many drivers that come out, especially ones that come off a sim rig and they're like heavy hitters. Like they just started doing this year and they're like getting up on the wall and they're like doing crazy shit. And I'm like, that's wow. Like it's crazy how fast people are excelling at drifting lately. Yeah. It's funny how yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, like I need a sim. <laughs> I would definitely recommend one. Like I said, mine is the cheapest. Um it's just like the Logitech like two hundred and ninety nine dollar kit. Um I think the shifter is like fifty or seventy bucks. And then the e brake was twenty five dollars off Amazon. So um I drove a I wanna say it was a Thrustmaster or maybe a Fanatec a couple weeks ago and I actually prefer the shitty Logitech wheel because like the Fanatec or the the whichever one I drove it was too realistic to where I, I think you'd get really tired after like 10 minutes of playing it because my arms were sore just after a couple laps and like when it throws the wheel back like if you spin out I was like this could, this is gonna take a finger off like <laughs> it has like the Logitech wheel is like you know loose a little bit so it's not too like realistic and crazy but I was like, this is tiring. I'm trying to think which one Reese and, and Trevor have. Fanatec is the only one I've ever played on, and that one does have crazy wheel return. Like, it'll just, like, whip violently. Like, yeah. if you let go, it'll make, like, the clicking, like, duh, duh, and you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. all right. The Logitech is, like, if you spin out, it's pretty slow. It's just, like, kind of, like, slowly rotates. You're like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, there's, you have to, like, force feed it back to you like it doesn't like when you return. look at the steering wheel like nothing happens so you have to like force feed it back yeah which I think it's it's arguably the most realistic but I would get tired like I we're, we're thinking about getting one and keeping this one and having like you know one for Jeff to play on and then mine but it was crazy like when it like when I spun out I just let go and yeah it was just like click and I was like holy shit like if you had nails or something that would take a <laughs> nail off that's mean. It's really mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't play with VR, though, because I get 
sick. Like, thank you. Someone sick. else, yes. Yeah. Same. I, I can't, can't do it. I get, I, I can, I can turn about 30 minutes and then I have to get off and like, even with just no VR and like take a drink of water and like put a fan on me and then I can get back on if I want. But like, everyone's like, get a VR. And I'm like, I will throw up within minutes. Like me, I like would have to like lay down, take some NyQuil and force myself into a coma just to like get rid of the head spins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're, if they were cheaper, I would maybe dabble in it. But, like, I think the VR headsets are, like, 400 or $500. So I'm yeah. like, that's not enough. That's too much for me to, like, throw up after five minutes of driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not worth, it's not worth the vertigo <laughs> that it no. comes with. I need to play with more people. Um, like, uh, Lauren Neighbors, she's always like, get on with me and play. And I'm like, okay, maybe. And then I'll have shitty internet. Or, like, Jeff's like, I want to play it. Or... I, something happens and like I haven't driven really with anyone for a while um last time I did I had terrible internet I was just like I would just kind of go all over the map like someone's like you're drifting and then they're like you're in the bush and I'm like I'm still drifting on my screen and then I would be in the bush so I'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> so I definitely want to play with more people but I'm like some of these people are crazy good on it I'm like I can I can do drifts at like 20 miles per hour but like some of the videos you see, they're like at 60 and they like rip the e-brake and the, I think the digital adrenaline guy has one Mm -hmm. when he drives. It's very different than how I can drive the Logitech, which is one thing that separates it. Like you can't really go like 60 and like rip that wheel. Cause it like, it's not realistic enough. It's really realistic at slow speeds. Whereas like the Fanatec and the, um, the other ones you can go 60, grab the e-brake and the wheel will like, you know, chalk up to where you want it. The Logitech is like, nah, I don't rotate that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I play Reese's and I get into the groove, I could play that for hours. I get sick. I get, I, I'll start sweating and like, I'll start like, like going like this in the chair. Like 30 minutes is about enough for me. Mm-mm, I got to remind myself to blink. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there like. <laughs> Literally. And I'm just like, yeah, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's my jaw. I feel like I am always clenching my jaw when I'm playing. And I'm like, ah, oh, just, like, open your mouth for a second. Do you, do, so, do you, when you drift, driving do you, like, stuff too? Yeah. yeah, when you drift, do you, like, I do the same thing I do in the sim, and I've, like, recorded myself playing, and I've watched, and then I, I noticed at No Star Bash, I bite my lips like this. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time I'm driving, I'm biting my lips. And I don't know why. I can't stop it. But, like, <laughs> I just bite my lips. I, I spread do that my toes. A, I do that on a daily basis where I, like, bite my lips and my cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I'm drifting, there was a GoPro video. I forgot it was on. And I'm just, like, biting all my nails and, like, picking at them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. In the well, helmet, if I had an open face the whole time, you would just see, like, just my <laughs> lips shut. It's weird. I try to chew gum. I still just wind up biting my lips. Don't know what it is, but... <laughs> That's why we leave with headaches, because we're just clenching our teeth the whole time. <laughs> yeah. We look really tense. Just, like, <laughs> grinding the teeth. Ugh. All right, Taylor. It's about that time. Yeah. Um, my Whitmore Weekly Wisdom this week is to do yourself a favor and get out of your own way. That's very good. Very nice and simple. That's nice. <laughs> good job. Good job, Taylor. Thanks. Yeah. Baby, I was going. 
But maybe I won't, Taylor. Maybe I won't get out of my own way. <laughs> I hope you do. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Morgan, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Yeah, yeah I, I, I will not be at pit race because that's the same weekend as Irwindale. So, yes. um, but I'm debating, especially if the house is pushed back, um, catching a plane to Florida and doing photography for the clutch kickers round. Oh, yes. If I, so I can hang out with everyone, like, even if I can't drive, like, I still like doing photos and that'd be fun. And Florida, I mean, who needs an excuse to go to Florida in the winter? Like, right. <laughs> I know. So oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's what I, I, I definitely, like, I didn't realize that everything lined up with FD, and, like, we didn't really sign on yet at the beginning of the year. It was, like, after a round, and I had never been to California, so I was like, I want to go to California. I've never been there. Hell yeah. I don't blame but, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm hoping to, as long as, you know, we don't close that weekend, I'm hoping to come down and shoot some photos at uh, Clutch Kicker Track. Cool. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. All right, well, thank you guys for having me on. Yes, have Absolutely. a good night. You too. You have a good night. You guys Bye. too. See you guys Bye. next Tuesday. Hey guys, I want to take a minute to introduce you to our podcast sponsor, Swivel Mount. Swivel Mount is a camera mount that swivels. It's made specifically for drifting. Why waste time bothering track workers to set up your GoPro mount? You can have one you don't have to worry about. You can place it on or off any car in seconds, making it easy to get great footage. Swivel mount uses magnets to stay on your vehicle. Your GoPro won't fall off into the guy or girl tandeming behind you. I know for me personally, I like seeing how I progress over the events. Getting a chance to see the swivel mount footage is a way to study all of my runs. Swivel mount helps capture sick footage and you can get a custom colored flag to match your whole aesthetic. Go to www.theswivelmount.com and use code DK10 to get 10% off anything on their website. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble. Definitely check out the next episode. Appreciate all your support. Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their big cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys.